living fearless and free. This is Living Unleashed. Hey friends, this is Jeremy and this is the Living Unleashed podcast. I am so glad that you're here to join us for today's episode. It has been a while, man. It has really been uh, quite a while uh, since I've been on the mic, but the Lord's been landing upon my heart to get back on the mic, share these podcasts, to share with you about the life that Jesus wants you to have, the life you can have in him, and that it is a life that is filled with hope, joy, peace, and freedom. And that is the life I want you to find. And that's the life I want you to live each and every day. That's the life I'm seeking to live each and every day. And, you know, the world presses in on us. The enemy presses in on us. Our stuff weighs us down. There's so many things that get in the way of us living the very life that Jesus lays before us, calls us to. He says, I came that you can have life and have it to the full, have it abundantly. And uh, that's the life that we're, we're looking for as we live in Christ. So that's what we're here for. I, I want to lay down a, a few things here before we get started on what I want to share with you today. Um, you know, as I jump back in here in this podcast, we're gonna, I'm doing a few things differently. Some of the things that kind of sometimes get in the way of me getting the podcast out and that is that I can be kind of a perfectionist when it comes down to these things. So I'm I'm trying to cast aside some things that sometimes get me stuck in the middle of the process. Uh, first of all, I'm not going to worry right now about uh, the frequency. We're just going to get podcasts out there. Whatever can be done in a week, that's what will get done. Just to share with you, I hope that I within that then that I'll find a regular rhythm that will work. The second thing is, I'm not going to worry too much about the length. These aren't going to be long, but I'm not going to strive quite so hard to, to try to keep them at the same uh, uniform length. Whatever God lays on my heart at any given time to share, that's what I'm going to share. And I uh, hope you have time to, to listen to it, or at least part of it. And uh, if you have any uh, suggestions, please feel free to shoot me a, a suggestion through the email, jeremy at livingunleashed.com. The other thing is, there's not going to be any fancy thumbnails. I tried that for a while. That takes longer than it takes to record the podcast. Uh, also not going to be going through a lot of uh, really significant audio editing. Uh, a lot of these, uh, early on when I was doing the podcast, after recording it, put them through a lot of audio editing to get rid of pauses or clearing my throat or those kinds of things, make it sound as professional as possible. Again, that time involvement is oftentimes prohibitive. Uh, to be able to just get a message out, just get a podcast out. So all those things are going, uh, just going to talk and just share that with you. I hope you get some uh, good out of it and and some encouragement as I share this podcast. All right. Well, with no further ado along those lines, I want to talk to you here about why right now at this moment, I'm going to jump back into this, why I feel God laying that upon my heart and where you can expect it to go here in the next days, weeks, and months. Everybody knows I don't have to go on about the kind of rough year it's been. It's actually been longer than a year. Things have been shifting and changing so much just in our culture, even forget about the pandemic for a minute, just how things have shifted and changed in our culture that has made it harder to live the life that Christ calls us to. It's made it harder to be the church. It's made it harder to do ministry. 
It's harder to connect to the community around us. Uh, it's just, everything has just gotten exponentially more difficult, it seems. Add on to that then, what we've experienced in these uh, last 12 months or so with the pandemic, um, and it's just really, really taken its toll on on people and uh, churches. It's taken its toll on ministries, and and you know it's just really been rough. But I found that in that time, where what's happened with me is I have been driven deeper. I, I've I've spent a lot of time praying, searching, seeking, reading, studying, researching, uh, just talking to God and trying to listen. But God, where do we go from here? Where does where where do we as the body of Christ, where do we as followers of Jesus go into this really just kind of weird and whacked out future we have laying ahead of us given where we've been over the last several years and really just wrestling with that and struggling with that. And as I've done that, there are two passages of scripture that I have spent a lot of time with, just a lot of time thinking about, reflecting over, uh, wrestling with. And the first one comes from Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 through 30. Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 through 30. In this passage, Jesus says, "'Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light.'" Come to me, all you who are, who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Oh, I had to read it twice. It's just such good stuff. Now, this passage has caught my attention because, it, first of all, it's been a favorite of mine for years. Just that invitation. We could spend a lot of time on that. Just that invitation from Jesus to come and rest come, acknowledging our wearisome bodies, our burdened lives, uh, whatever we might find that we're going through, whatever's challenging us, weighing us down, and that we can just come and find rest. And I know that I've gone through those kinds of periods in my life where that was a good description of where I felt like I was at due to what was going on, the challenges I was facing, uh, the, 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 the grief that maybe my family was going through at the time or whatever other chaos was happening around me, that I just needed that. I needed that invitation. And I could just stay right there in verse that verse 28. Just come to me. Just that warm invitation of Jesus. Just come and I'll give you rest. But in this last few months, I found myself not camping out so much on verse 28 as I have camping out on verse 29. It says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. And that's where I've stayed. Learn from me. I can say that as I've been traveling through these last months and I've been digging and praying and researching and reading and studying, that that has become my prayer. Jesus, teach me. I want to learn from you. What do you need me to learn today? What do you need me to learn in this situation? What what do you want me to learn about 
about what it means to be your follower in today's world? What do you want me to learn about how to lead a a group of Jesus followers into the future to do wonderful and dynamic ministry? What do you want me to learn? And that's really become the core of my prayer. Now, we're, we're going to spend some more time with that ver- with a set of verses uh, here in upcoming episodes, so I don't want to linger there too long because I want to jump over to the other passage and so you can see how these kind of connect together. If you go to Jeremiah chapter 6, verse 16, it says this, This is what the Lord says, Stand at the crossroads and look. Ask for the ancient paths. Ask where the good way is and walk in it, and you will find rest for your souls. Now, there are two aspects in this verse that you'll find that are very similar to the passage in Matthew chapter 11, and that is this idea of learning a a, a particular way. It's referred to as the ancient paths, the good way. Stand at the crossroads and look. So there is this this longing, this this desire to, to learn, to be taught by God where it is, and then to respond by walking in it. And it says, and you will find rest for your souls. See, there's that that same thing that we found in verse 28 of Matthew 11. You know, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy burdened, and you, I will give you rest, right? So there's that concept of receiving rest. Both of those places where we find rest, we discover that the rest is found when we are walking in the way of Jesus. The rest is found when we are walking in that way. In Matthew 11, it's about learning from Jesus, taking his yoke upon us. If we take his yoke, it means we are um, under his guidance and direction as we are yoked to him. We're going to walk in his way. Here in Jeremiah, it's about standing at a crossroads, looking, asking to be shown the ancient paths. That means, you know, there's that that image that, and this is what I get, it's that image that the ancient paths aren't the obvious roads at the crossroads. It's not just a matter of coming to crossroads and needing to take, needing, uh, needing to take a right. No, there's this idea that the ancient paths are, are these, you know, paths that were once there, but now they're kind of brush covered because not too many people take them. And, and you have to kind of look for them. And, and that the way God is going to lead you isn't going to look like the way the rest of the world is living. And so we have to ask to be shown these paths because otherwise we'll miss them. We'll just come to the crossroads and all we'll see is, you know, three selections. Well, maybe four if you go backwards, you know, and that is go straight on ahead uh, or take a left or a right. But perhaps what Jeremiah is helping us to see is that these ancient paths are paths that are good, the good way. It's been covered up. Folks haven't been taken that way. So it's not a well-worn path right now. And so that helps us to see, because here in Jeremiah, uh, the, the nation of Israel and Judah, man, they've gotten completely off course. And, and you know, it all goes on to say, you know, that uh, even though, um, here, let me uh, finish that verse there in 16. It says, ask where the good way is and walk in it, and you will find rest for your souls. But you said, we will not walk in it. And I wonder, is it possible that as followers of Jesus in today's culture, what we, the crisis that we've come upon, we come upon because there is an ancient path, there is a good way, there is a yoke that we could, where we could be yoked with Jesus, but that way has become 
less traveled. And the, the ways we're on, uh, the ways we're on is part of the reason we're under the burden and the stress that we're under. And is it possible that right now, while everything seems to kind of be topsy-turvy, upside down, and in some respects we look and say, oh, it's just all for loss, is it not possible that this is the very place, this is the very moment, this is the very time when God can do, uh, step in and say, watch what I can do? right? Because see, he's the God who raises the dead. He's the God who feeds the 5,000 from just a handful of loaves and fish. He's the God that calms the storm. He's the God that uh, brings victory even when the odds are stacked against you. Uh, This is the kind of God we serve. So I would argue that we're not in a place where defeat is imminent. We're not in a place where all is lost. We're actually in a place where God's greatest work can be done in our lives, in our communities, in our communities of faith, uh, in our congregations, that we're actually at the place where there is the greatest potential for God to do amazing and awesome things because we're at the end of our rope and we got nothing else to do. We've got nowhere else to turn but to ask God, Lord, teach me. Lord, show me the ancient paths. Show me the way. And is it possible that out of this, Jesus is going to turn and bring and make beauty out of ashes? Is this not possibly the place where we will truly learn to understand what Paul writes when he says that God works all things to good for those who love him, who are called according to his purpose? Is it possible? I believe it's more than possible. I believe it's exactly what God is doing. I believe that God is preparing for a great movement of his spirit upon his people, at least those of his people who are asking to be taught, those of his people who are standing and looking while they're at the crossroads, not just seeing the two uh, two or three obvious paths in front of them, but they're being asking to be given spiritual eyes to find the ancient paths and to walk in them. I believe he can do great things to a group of people who are willing to be yoked to Jesus, to become his apprentice, where we are seeking for him to truly teach us how to live today and every day. And that is what it means to live unleashed. And so I hope you'll go with me on this journey. I hope that as uh, more episodes of the podcast come out, that you'll follow along, you'll comment, you'll share it with others as we challenge ourselves to walk in this way, to be yoked to Jesus, to find those ancient paths and to respond, to not just learn about it, but to actually respond and do it. Because as an apprentice of Jesus, we are going to follow our Lord and walk in step with him. Hey, thank you so much for joining me. It's been so good to have you here. I hope you look forward to future episodes of this podcast. And as you continue on through today, I pray that you will keep on living unleashed.